Hello there everyone, welcome back to another episode of the ALM Fitness Podcast. Now in today's episode we're going to talk about how you can best go about increasing your strength. Um, first of all I just want to say that I think I've seen a little bit of a shift personally in, in people who have been asking me about how to kind of uh, improve their strength and how to increase their strength. And I'm speaking to a lot more people who are getting into fitness whose primary goal it is to gain strength. And I'm not just talking about young kind of people who maybe aspire to be bodybuilders or whatever one day. I'm talking about people of all ages, of all ability levels, of all genders, anything. I'm I'm seeing a, a bit of a trend there from maybe moving from kind of a, a goal of maybe building muscle or looking a certain way, more so to wanting to be a certain level of strength. Now, why is that? It could be due to a number of reasons, but I just want to explain the benefits of having increased levels of strength, first of all. So there have been lots of studies done that link uh, someone's strength to their likelihood of disease or, or getting a certain condition or something like that. And what they found is that Overall, those who have we uh, kind of higher strength, and this is usually assessed by using a hand grip strength tester, which is a good indication of general whole body strength. So those who had a higher kind of hand grip strength score were also less likely to get things like cardiovascular disease and also uh, even neurological conditions. So things like Alzheimer's, there's been a link there between kind of strength and and, and then susceptibility to those kinds of conditions and those kind of diseases um, and also certain cancers as well. So um, it may come to a shock, a, a bit of a shock to some people that having a high level of strength can be protected protective against kind of the, these diseases that you wouldn't really associate with a lack of strength usually. Most people, when they think of a lack of strength when you get older, you'd think of things like sarcopenia, which is, you know, muscle wastage and just becoming kind of a bit old and, and um, you know, not being able to do your usual daily tasks. But actually, it's much more than that. And strength training can provide you with benefits that are, that are way beyond what a lot of us can comprehend. Um, so, that's the importance of this, and and that is why I decided to do this podcast. Not just to to to, to aim this to people who are, again, aspiring to be kind of young powerlifters or bodybuilders. In fact, hardly talking to those people. More so talking to the average person who wants to become healthier, uh, and they want to do that through resistance training, which is a great way to start. So, how can you best go about increasing your strength? Now, first of all, when we talk about muscle building and we talk about strength. Technically speaking, in my book anyway, that they, they are slightly different in terms of what we might do and how we might approach that goal. Uh, if we were to do that at a very high level, our training might look very different. So, for example, if you took a bodybuilder whose primary goal it is to gain muscle, their training will look very different to someone who is a powerlifter whose primary goal it is to simply lift as much weight as possible. Now, when it comes to just the average person, we can get great strength and muscle gains from a really uh, kind of standard good uh, resistance training program. So that's great news for, for pretty much all of us who are into our resistance training or who are just starting out maybe uh, just wanting to do it for health reasons or to look good, to feel good. You can do kind of both at the same time, gaining some muscle and some strength. So what are our, what are our key principles here? What do we have to make sure we do to make sure we are gaining strength? Well, first of all, you need to be picking exercises that are going to be or going to give you the best kind of bang for your buck. Um, now, if you do things like fitness classes, for example, with ALM, these will already, if you're doing a good fitness class, will be worked into the, the class itself or should be. Uh, and you just have to be consistent with those classes. However, if you're going to the gym or if you have a different kind of setup where you get to pick your exercises, you need to make sure that these exercises are 
mostly multi-joint exercises. So basically an exercise where you know, we've got a number of different joints working, for example, of squat, uh, things like a chest press, uh, any kind of overhead press or a deadlift type thing as well. Those exercises would be what we'd want to do, want to base our training on in order to start to gain strength, because it's all well and good gaining strength with, let's say, a bicep curl, which is what we call a single joint exercise, because there's only one joint really working there, the elbow. It's all well and good gaining strength with a bicep curl, but how useful is that going to be in your everyday life? Right. And if we're talking about doing this for just general health and, and for general strength, then there's not much point in in kind of maxing out your bicep curl week on week and trying to do as much as possible. It may feel good. And of course, it's going to grow and, and improve the strength of your biceps. But how much is it going to do to your health? How much of your life consists of bicep curl type movements? Very little, I would say. However, when you get a bit older and you really need to rely on having that strength that you've got, um, I would argue a lot more movements are going to be based on kind of squatting. So things like getting up off the chair, um, things overhead. Again, we're getting the overhead press kind of relates to that. Um, you know, even if it's just, um, you know, the strength to do a certain activity walking up the stairs. Well, you know, those kind of years of lunges and squats and things like that, those multi-joint exercises, they're going to really help you out there. So multi-joint exercise, number one. Number two, we need to make sure that, and this is probably the most crucial you might have heard of the term progressive overload. I'm going to simplify it so it's very easy to understand now. Basically, just making sure that over a period of time, we're making our workouts harder. And that doesn't have to be every single workout. So if you work out every day or every other day, we're not expecting you to make it harder or lift a heavier weight to the workout after and lift heavier again and lift heavier again. If that was the case, if it were that easy, then we'd all be kind of uh, very successful powerlifters lifting thousands of, of kilograms. Uh, but unfortunately it isn't and our body needs time to recover and needs time to slowly adapt. So we need to make sure that we are gradually making our workouts harder over time. That means maybe every couple of weeks or every three or four weeks, you're looking to maybe increase the weight that you're lifting. Uh, but even less than that, so every week or so, maybe you could add a few more reps as you feel okay, and maybe a couple more sets here and there as well. So it's not just weight that you have to increase, but thinking about how we can increase the intensity and the volume of our workouts over time is very, very important to strength gain because you want to give your body a reason to grow and you want to give your body a reason to change its strength levels. And if you constantly lift the same weight, well, your body has no reason at all to change its level of strength or to gain strength. Finally, we're going to talk about quite a simple point, which uh, is very simple to understand, but not a lot of people put it into practice. And this one is one where you have to be quite honest with yourself. And it's going to be uh, training close to failure. Now, when you are with, if you're with a coach or if someone is watching you train, you have a personal trainer or something like that, you are going to have to be honest here with yourself because this isn't necessarily something that they can correct you on. And it is how much effort are you putting into the workout? Now, we can all make kind of, a, you know, all these faces when we're lifting weights. But at the end of the day, if you are not getting to the point where you are on that final repetition, so maybe you've got to do 10 reps of a squat. If you're not getting to that 10th rep and you're not thinking, um, I can hardly do any more, like maybe just one or two, but I'm really struggling here. If you're not at that point, then chances are your muscle isn't going to, again, be given a reason to adapt and to change. So very important that we get ourselves in that state where we are putting in a lot of effort. And if you are wondering how much effort you need to put in, well, you don't need to go all out. And that's pretty clear by the research. You don't need to go crazy all out every session because you're just going to burn out eventually. But what I would say is when we reach that failure point, so when we are all out and we do, let's say we've got to do 10 
repetitions of a squat and we are squatting a really heavy weight, whatever whatever is heavy for you. Uh, and then you get to that 10th rep and you literally cannot lift your, you know, you can't get back up and there you fail. We want to stop around about two to four reps short of that failure point. Okay, so make sure when you are doing your workouts that you're picking a weight that means that you are stopping two to four reps short of failure every time. So if you've got to do 15 reps of a squat, then make sure that you pick a weight that you know uh, when you get to that 15 reps, uh, you could you know, maybe do kind of two to four more if you really had to. If someone put a gun to your head and said, you've got to do these, well, that's the weight you want to be picking and you want to be choosing with your exercises. If you go too light and you just stop at 10 reps every time, it's all well and good saying you've got 10 reps of this exercise this day, but you're not going to get any of the benefits. And again, you need to be very honest with yourself. How hard is your muscle working and how much are you feeling it? And now, obviously, we need to make sure we've got good technique with these exercises, which is going to be the foundation of our workouts. Um, but that's going to be very crucial. So those three points there very important. If you need to go back and listen to this podcast again or just skip back to those points, it would be definitely worth it if you're thinking of planning your own uh, workouts, planning your own routine. Um, but, uh, But those are the kind of essentials when it comes to building strength. So thank you very much for listening, everyone. I'm going to cut this just short of 10 minutes, a little bit of a longer episode today, but tune in for next week's podcast. See you.